Hi and welcome to Guys on Bikes Talking Shite, a podcast that covers the ups, the downs and the detours of planning an adventure and everything else that follows. I didn't mean to do the clap there. Tomorrow morning I will be making spinach pasta so I can bring it to the island. That's pretty good. I like spinach pasta. I like spinach pasta though and I cannot lie. Is that for chili? No, of course it's not. You're going to do tangletelli, aren't you? I'm probably going to do tagliatelle, yeah. And I'll combine it. I'm thinking of combining it with mushrooms and mushroom sauce. Oh, yes. Um, with red wine stew. Oh, you have actually... Do you think it would look good with a red wine stew? <laughs> it's going to begin to look a bit browny. Well, it depends how thick and dark red it is. Okay. Um, you know, you could always do uh, like a creamed something. <laughs> I, that's, but that's what I, I no, but I was actually thinking about doing a creamed garlic and mushroom, creamed mushroom. Yeah. sauce that always with parmesan on top of it, and then parmesan, parmesan and cream butter. That does sound tasty as hell. There is Rob. He's in the house. Rob's joined the call to give it a all. Ah oh, shit! They're the other headphones. They're not plugged in. God damn it! Fucking hurry up and prepare, bastard. Alright, since you stopped talking about uh, Ethernet cables and but that's what you uh, purchased. whatever else was. See, oh, I haven't yet because I wasn't paying 12 quid to have it delivered. It only cost 150 for the cable. I wonder how much it costs in the UK now if he was to order it. With, with Amazon Prime, it arrived to you in five minutes. Well, like, if, we, if we order Amazon here, we have to use Amazon Germany. Amazon's coming to Norway, right? Uh, Amazon's been coming to Norway for four years, uh, but it is in Germany is what we use now. So we can order here, though. Do you you don't get you know, export taxes run the way yes. we do in Ireland oh, in the UK? Yes, we do. Anything that comes into this country. I remember my mom put like uh, she sent over presents for the little guy and uh, she wrote 100 euro on the box and anything above something like 95 euro you then have to pay a surcharge so i had to pay like 35 extra euro on top of that for and you know what the annoying thing is like sweets yeah but at 15 pounds of that is custom charges 20 pounds is like admin fee it, they like the way they break yeah, yeah. another 20 quid is, yeah the, the oh we received this package here and we're going to have to fill out the customs forms. So we're going to charge you 50 quid for that, even though we're only paying the person filling it out nine euro an hour. Yeah. yeah. And it's only going to take them five minutes. Yeah. So your balls are in a vice, and we're using them as a punching bag. There's been a few things in the past that have snuck through, but I think now everything recently that I've ordered from France or America has, has been tagged, even when it's been labeled as a gift or low cost. The downside is... The UK used the same plug as us, mm. but everything that comes through the UK now has VAT added onto it. But if you want to get it from Amazon Germany, it comes with an EU plug in it. So if you want an electronics, you have to get an adapter or something. You know, I can't hear you. You're muted. Who? Carla. What? Okay, so my sound is just gone and I can see that the guys are still talking. He's so presenting on it. He's put their screen and he's muted. Some podcast this is, if you know, <laughs> this is radio. Welcome back to Spin. <laughs> Next up, Phil Collins in the air tonight. Oh, Sorry, guys, my uh, headphones just went completely off. Carl's just sitting there scratching his armpit. 
<laughs> my headphones just flipped off and you guys just were talking and there was silence and I was shouting back at you. So, uh, yeah, that's fixed now. Phil Collins, that's the last thing I heard. I just, that came to mind because I was cycling up Hot Head yesterday. Oh, my legs were so sore after my cycle yesterday. <laughs> Listening to uh, Stan by Eminem. I listened to Stan today by Eminem. That's so weird. It's like, you know, when he's reading the letter and he's like, it reminds me of that Phil Collins gig where that guy saved the, could have saved that other guy from drowning and Phil saw him at a show years later. <laughs> so it just came to my head. I don't know why. So I was like, yeah, Phil Collins. I was actually really surprised. He had a good cycle yesterday. Yeah, it was, uh, it was uh, tough. I, like, I cycled from mine to Hoth. Took about an hour and a half. Went up Hoth Head. Went into a bike shop. Went into a shop. Like, I brought a bottle of Lucasade with me and I was like, oh, no, I'll go into the shop and I'll get like a bigger one and I'll drink this now. I went into the shop and like, I don't bring a bike lock with me because it's just extra mm-hmm. weight. I'm standing in the queue and I get to the top and the teenager behind the till is like, oh, uh, that'll be 5.20. Just just so you're aware, uh, we don't allow bikes in the shop. And I've like paid already. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, the manager will come out to, to, to give out to you. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Just like walked off. I was like, mate, I look for I've done what I came here to do, you know. Stop me on the way in if you're gonna stop me. Don't retrospectively go, hey, hey, come back here. Bikes aren't allowed in the store. <laughs> Don't leave, like, bikes aren't allowed. Honestly, I've done this I've actually done similar stuff. So when uh I do it all the time. Don't give a shit. Yeah, whenever I go to the post office, I'm like, I'm bringing my bike into me. I not risking it being stolen. I just don't give two fucks. I, I'm a happy so happy to go into an argument with someone. But just will not. I don't know. Yeah, I'll happily go into an argument with someone. <laughs> I've had a bike stolen doing that. Like uh, where I grew up, like you could no problem leave your bike outside the news agents against the little, uh, you know, the machine, the horse, or tractor, yeah. or whatever. You know, that went back and forth. The kids ride <laughs> and come out. The and tractor. And I went down to my, you know, those little tractors that you sit in as a kid, or like it's a dolphin. Oh, yeah, yeah and those yokes. Uh, and then I decided to do it near my mate's gaff. And uh, oh, I think I went into the I went into the offo and it was fine. And then I came out and I went around to the shop around the corner to buy coke to go with the vodka or whatever mm. I bought. And, and uh, left the didn't leave my own bike. I borrowed my mate's brother's bike from his house. We were down sitting in the park drinking cans outside of the killer's gig. We weren't at the killer's gig. We were listening for free over the wall. Oh, nice. And we went back to his house to get more drink. And I decided, oh, can I take your uh, bike to go to the shop? Be much quicker than walking. He's like, oh, I don't have one here. Take my brother's. So I took his brother's bike, and he's like, he's like, I don't know where the lock is, and I was like, I'll be grand. And uh, went down to the shop and went into the offo, fine. Went into the spire around the corner and came out with the coke, and I was like, pretty sure I left the bike there. Where is it? Fuck. Like looking around, I was looking around the car park, like you know, is there anyone obviously sketchy legging it away with a bike? And I was like, there's a brown van there, this huge van. It's like. I wonder is it in the back of that? And I just started like wandering in the car park and I went back in. It's like, oh, sorry, can I have a look at your CCTV just to see? I think my bike's been stolen. He's like, uh, oh, I can't let you look at it, but but I look at it. And he comes back a minute later. He's like, yeah, your bike is stolen. I'm like, well, where is it? And he goes, oh, they went over towards McDonald's. So I walked out of the shop and as soon as I come out of the, sh- out of the shop, I see two guys coming out of McDonald's with bikes. I'm like, fuck. And I ran after him. Oh, I've never <laughs> run so fast in my fucking no, life. Really. And I literally, I'd say I was about like three inches away from grabbing the back of his hood the whole way down. I just couldn't get that extra foot in him to, to catch him. He was he was pegging it. He literally got away at the at a traffic light. He went, he, he flew across the road in front of a car. I was kind of hoping he'd get hit by the car, but he didn't. He made it across and I had to stop. 
And, uh, That's a sad story, man. What happened to your mate's brother? Was he just like angry? Oh, we told him, and we told we told my mate's parents, and they were like, "You're fucking idiots. You have to buy him a new bike." So I was like, "Oh shit!" So I went. I had to go get like five hundred quid out of the bank to buy him a new bike, and I gave it to his mom, and his mom's like, "No." He's going to pay for half of it. So he made my friend pay for half. For being a fucking Egypt for giving me the bike in the first place. But, uh, That's brilliant. Uh, the, guard, the guard showed up to the house like the next day and like, oh yeah, we know exactly who it was. And my mate's dad's like, uh, so uh, what are you going to do about it? And he's like, well, we're, we're kind of hoping uh, to catch him on a, on a bigger charge. So so we'll have to wait until we get him on that. This lad is basically a little scroll bag. And uh, they wouldn't press charges on him because of something they had seen him on camera do they were like no no we're trying to catch him on something bigger so yeah you're fuck your bike we don't care basically so that's the the irish police there that mm. sucks man lazy do you hear that yeah on guard is you bunch of lazy fuckers <laughs> and we've got our own issues as well ah, sorry what i just said we have our own issues as well our own issues. I heard we have our own arses as well. That's what I thought you said as well. <laughs> Take a back with that. We have our own arses. Our own arses too. That's what you're calling the police over there. The police. Where Nathan Uh-oh. dropped a fucking bombshell, he has been... I'll let Nathan tell the story. Uh, I was going to sync up with you at some point about this today, Carl. I've literally just got off a call to try and sort it out. Basically, I had some work come in. That's for the end of September in uh, Norway, funnily enough. Mm. Um, and it was around the time that I need to be in France. And so I said to them, well, what are the dates? They said they don't know but they want me to be uh, in Norway to film this event or to be part of this event. Mm. And I said, if it's in the second to last week, I can, uh, I can ditch a day and uh, pick up the bike from the same place you guys did and then catch a train hundred K up to the first stop. If it's in the second week, then I can't do it. Um, and so that is the annoying thing. So I'm still good to go. Um, so I, is there a possibility that you might not be able to go on a trip or a possibility that you might not be able to uh, work? A possibility that I might not be able to work. So it's uh, like you've, you've booked your holidays in. Yeah, and I said this on the chat already, today like... with our with our people in charge of uh, winning new work uh, in America, in the UK. And I was like, uh, yeah, spanner in the works. If it's this week, I could take a hit on a day's holiday as long as you get me over to France. Um, if not, I can't do it. Today's plan today, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Cool, cool, cool. Great to hear you. Good to see you. You're looking beautiful. Uh, we, we're going to go through day by day and have a look at where we stand on everything. Some people have done research. Others have not, most definitely not have done research whatsoever. I'm looking at one particular person wearing a white t-shirt on the screen. Who? Who's that? I was actually... Exactly. I was busy uh, uploading our first episode... I will upload that later. You have five hours left. Upgrade today for unlimited. Do we, we have five hours per month, right? Shh, the listeners will think we're poor. We <laughs> <Yeah>, are poor. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing it with like Get Loud or anyone else. That one listener will think we're poor. 
God, they're mild. I think we're poor. Oh, shit, yeah. So we have to get it right. So we're gonna need, we'll, we'll be uploading four hour hours a month on average. No, less than that because it's one every couple of weeks. Right? It should be probably one, two hours per month max, I would say. Unless we start to do this weekly. <laughs> I'm confused. I'm trying to send a fucking... This visa bollocks when you buy something is like, oh, we just have to get you to, you know, confirm all this shit in an app and then, you know, give the sample of your poo and we're uh, ready to rock with your purchase. We have just it. Just give me the fucking We thing. have it so handy over here. It's like, put in your phone number, put in the pin code that you created in your head, you stick it in, Vips. and then it's all done via your mobile phone because everything's connected. Yeah, but that's, that's like, that's a privacy nightmare. Everybody knows who you are because you're like mandatory. You have to have a SIM card like logged to your fucking PPS number. But then if if all of society is connected, then it's fine. Yeah, that's great in a, you know, convenience point of view, but in a Then the government knows who you are. Yeah, but if in a in a data breach and people steal your shit. Yeah, but if my stuff's already out there, does it really matter? Depends what sort of stuff it is. We're from Ireland. Our medical records are they're not even carved in stone. Paper. You know, it's in some sort of piece of paper that some priest lost in 1998. Uh, yeah, that's true. I remember the old driver's license, the, p- the pink fold-out piece of paper that the second it got wet just fell apart. Like. The picture was Pritt-sticked on. It might not have been Pritt-sticked. Yeah. It was like a stamp. It was, it was just spit. Yeah. Good old public sector spit. Nothing beats it. The amount of... Do you, remember, do you remember going into the post office and they have this like sp- wet sponge thing for you to uh, wet the stamps? I said 1998, not 1888. Oh, oh right. Sorry, wrong year. That's uh, that's my bad. <laughs> no, I don't remember that, Carl. That's, that that, that lick... sounds like they definitely would have got rid of that in this <laughs> Did year. Did you lick the sponge, Carl? Is that what no, it was just more like when you put your finger in there, like how many rotten, dirty fingers are in there? Because like, it, it, ye- it looked originally like it was a yellow sponge, but by the time you look at it in a post office in a public space, it's like this grayish... Ugh. Carl's first summer job was chief sponge wetter. We just sat there all day and we're just like... <laughs> I mean, what else do teenage boys do other than spit? It's true. Well, there is that as well. I hope it was spit based on that uh, hand signal. Yeah, sticky stuff, man. Oh, it's warm today. (laughs) Whoa, the stamp is stuck. Your hair looks firm. Like something from uh, From something about Mary. Uh, Probably one of the one of the most iconic jokes out there. Right, uh, so that would mean that Nathan, you are not... Nathan, you okay? Are you tired? No. Nathan... We're now in and we haven't mentioned the word France yet. Ah, there, you just did it. There we go, Perfect. France. Um, in France, as we know, Nathan may not be able to make it, but that's fine because Nathan and I discussed this and he can take a train from Bordeaux to Marmande or Marmande and we will... He'll just go straight to the hotel where we're going to be coming from that day. So he's going to arrive and it's going to be his day. Technically, yeah. So it would be his day the very next day. <laughs> so he's going to be a bit flustered. So we may have to rearrange the days. But I, I, I tried to do that yesterday. Yeah. I mean, whatever happens, if if I... <laughs> the other thing is if it's if the thing that stops me from making this trip happens after this trip, it will likely be the day I get back as well. Um, so I would be very achy and I'd have to go straight into it. So yeah, either way, there's just going to be lots of sweat and, uh, why would you be achy? 
because we would have cycled a thousand kilometers. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there is that the big, huge, long cycle that we're planning right now. Plus, plus he'll he'll be in a nightclub or a casino in Monte Carlo or Monaco on the last night, up till all hours. So I went down. Being offered. I went down a bit of a rabbit strangers. hole today on looking up about uh, Monaco. Monaco. And it's actually Monaco is the word for monks. So Fran Francesca monks or something. And Francis Franciscan. That's the one, not Francesca. Francesca. Franciscan. You know those guys yeah, they always wore a brown thing with a white rope? Yeah. Those guys, different. So that's uh, where it comes from. And then the Grimaldi family, who were Italians, came in and they they took it. So it's been in and out of their possession since like 1290 something or 1229 or something like that. So they've uh, they have a long history with the place going back and forth. Anyway, uh, I know very little about Monaco. Other than that, Grace Kelly married the Prince of Monaco. 1962. And it's like a million euro per square meter for an apartment. No, it's 100,000. And there's a Grand Prix there. Grand Prix? It's 100,000 per square meter in And it was my parents' first holiday. Where they? Monaco. Rich bastards. Because they're, they're players. Yeah, you better off going to Nice just up the road, man. I think that's when my mom went, yeah, yeah, I, I think I, I'll marry this guy. Yeah. <laughs> it was the helicopter ride in. Yeah. Uh. So uh, day one will be Rob and I, and I have earmarked a nice restaurant that we can potentially stop in along the way it called, well, I, when I say nice restaurant, it's French. So it doesn't look nice. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it looks like something you'd stay on interrailing when you're trying to spend less that than 40 euro a day. But look, okay, so those photos that we just looked at look shit. And then you look at this one. Oh, it looks nicer in the dark with the light yeah. on. <laughs> oh, we'll be on that table soon. Well, maybe you won't be, but... We're going to have to show a vaccine passport to sit outside now. Because it's fucking mine. French. I have the QR code and all. I have mine too, but I, I just don't agree with it Do you it get double-trapped? No, but you get it anyway here that, like... <laughs> <laughs> just give it out. No, I'm pe- I'm being super serious. Like you get. I went to a post office and I licked this bunch. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, you're actually getting to see how we log in with with all of our details. So. Well, I'm... no one else is. No, no, you guys can see it. So we can kind of follow the order. I click on to log in to the Norwegian system, Helsinki, Norway, in this case. It just looks like it. It looks like a. Data mine. Privacy honeypot. Yeah, it is a honeypot. Well, yeah. unlike the Irish system, which did get hacked, this one has They didn't even blur out your password. What's this all about? It's not my password. Look. This is well, the... it is. It just logged you so in. So a word that it's comes a pin up. number. If, it, if it's the bottom part. <laughs> then I come onto my phone. So it tells me. Don't do that. So what stops you getting SIM swapped on your phone and someone else having oh, the same Oh, then you SIM, just you go into your bank. Text you have this small little uh, codex that you do. You stick in. You go into the public ledger and you say, I'm going to take that person's phone number instead and get their mm-hmm. code. Super easy. That's exactly what you do. It's the one downside of moving to Norway. It gives them more information than the current country you're in. <laughs> I think it's uh, the case for anyone coming into this country. I'd say Americans would not like it, though. You have to be quite an extreme American. because no. it's, it's... 
the way of governance here does not go well with like the way they think. Yeah, Americans aren't used to having kings or queens or. I'm not even used to having that. I always forget that we have like a, a king. That's because we, we're 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 Irish. We don't really do well with kings. Yeah, you know, we did well up until back in the day, twelve hundred AD. Who governs Ireland? The government governs Ireland. Yeah, but is it one person who's at the top? It's like Boris yeah. Johnson. Yeah, there's a prime minister or a Taoiseach, and then there's a Tánaiste, which is like second in command, and it's generally the leader of the. If it's a coalition, it's generally the leader of the other party that helped them mm. get in. So if it was Labour and I don't know, the Conservatives, it would be Boris Johnson and Jeremy Corbyn would be the second in command. But if you have a majority, it's just Boris Johnson. And then I think the second in command is from his party as well. Who's that woman who runs Scotland? Because she's in Scotland. Nicholas Urgeon? Is it not Nicholas? Nicholas Nicholas Urgeon. But she's still like, we still have a queen for the United Kingdom. So there's still one. Yeah, we have a president. Oh, okay. He he doesn't do much. He shows up to functions and (laughs) signs bills. Like the government will go and be like, "We have a bill. Can you sign it?" And then his is like the last signature that brings it into law. Mm. It's more of a figurehead. It's like the queen. yeah, but he does. He doesn't. It's not like the president of America or the president of France, where they're kind of the yeah, leader. Yeah. It's true. He's got a couple of lovely dogs, but only one now. He's like Burmese mountain Ooh. dogs, and and he's about three foot two. He is. I'll actually put him up on the screen here. And there's a tea cozy made out of yeah. uh, a knitted tea cozy. His name is Michael D. Higgins, and T. Cozy is called Michael T. Higgins. <laughs> I like the idea of a nice Burmese man. Yeah, he looks a bit like Dobby. Look, there's, there's him surrounded by normal-sized people. Oh, he does look a bit like Dobby. Far, far away. This is him <laughs> with your people. Your people. They're not my people. Who's, <laughs> what do you mean, Who's you that people? one on the other side, the woman? That's, That's his, his wife. wife. They look nice. I don't know what they're doing with the flipping royals, though. That's when the royals come over to Ireland. Oh, there he is yeah. with his dogs. Because the royal residency is like... He's a poet. <laughs> yeah, one of them died, I think, last year. He looks like he's lived a good life. Yeah, there's like there's like a photo of him. At like It's not Woodstock, but it looks like Woodstock. <laughs> like It's the 60s. <laughs> he's a pretty cool president, though. Like He represents the people really well. Generally, Irish presidents are pretty sound. Just because they don't do a lot. But they represent the people in a lot of ways. Like any any documentation that goes through the dollar to the Senate, then he has he or she ha- has to review that in the interest of the people. And we'll get legal counsel. Yeah, but I don't I don't know how much blockage you can put up. Like if Michal Martin or Liv Rack or whoever's in charge at the time decides, Oh yeah, we're gonna do this and we're gonna bring it through, he's allowed to like say i don't agree with this but i think he still might have to sign it in you know he can't just go nah fuck that not doing it it's kind of like yeah this is just a courtesy that's gone by your desk no i think right I, into law. I think that I he can push back on i don't it. think he has as much power i think he can yeah but he can push back, back for like, like the document think... to be changed in certain aspects so the the whole the whole idea of the document has already gone through a lot of passes but there could be some lines on that that he would say, this is not in the interest of, in general, of certain elements of the population. Therefore, you should change these lines and then it would have to go back through the house. Or through at least a council yeah, but I don't, committee. I, yeah, I, but I don't know if him pushing it back, if there's like, he can only push it back so many times and then it has to be signed in or something. I don't know if he can just, you know, you know, throw his toys out of the pram and be like, nah, not happening. Like, you know, he, there's... 
because he's a figurehead as opposed to a you know a huge essential part of yeah, it. Yeah, makes sense. I think it's 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 almost law by the time it goes to him. Anyway, I think. Okay. It's not like someone just goes, "We're going to do something stupid." Sign it. Okay. Because then everybody wouldn't be pissed off at the the T shark all the time. They'd be pissed off at the president. Cool. Well, we found that one out. Back to France. <laughs> um. Yeah, so uh, actually I found when we get to Montmartre, uh, very, very cool, some really, really nice places. Oh yeah, yeah, now I know why I chose this la- this shitty little bar that you guys just complained about. It's because if... <laughs> they sell wine. Uh, yeah, A, they sell wine, but there is a vineyard very close by to it that was something I was looking at going to. But then if it's closed, which could be the case because France is about to go into a fourth wave attack... Uh, I wanted to just have like uh, a backup place as as in like we'll need food as well. That's one thing. The other thing is we need to eat food. And if we go to a vineyard, many of the vineyards in this region don't do food. Mm. So this is the vineyard we're going to go to, which is Chateau Notre Père. So we'll pop in there. And if not, then there's another one, Chateau Neuf du Pape. de la Bessec. Oh, this is a nice one. Look at this. It's a chateau, proper chateau. That's what chateau means in French. Yeah. Castle. It's true. So there's a few along the line of where we're going to be going through cycling. But then there is a place that we need to actually stop and eat. So that's why this is the only place that I found that's open uh, all the time. Nice. So. And then for dinner, when we... It's probably quite a seasonal thing. And we're going just at the end of the season as well. You know, sit out in the sun, have a glass of wine. As for food, I kind of just looked around like on Google what was a decent one. Because uh, every hotel I've messaged so far has been like, our hotel has a fantastic restaurant that you can come to. But if you don't want to go there, you can go to this place. Mm. So there's there's definitely places there. So I think day one we have sorted and the route will be 93-ish kilometers. It's going to be pretty nice actually. First hill after 25. And then we'll eat at the 40 mark. So day one, I think, uh, we have sorted. Nice. Yeah, guys, we should probably stop that there for this week anyway. And in the next episode, we can pick it up and continue the preparations and planning. And we'll pick it up from where we left off on day two, the Saturday. And we'll go from there. So thanks for listening uh, to today's episode. Uh, We hope to hear from you soon. Uh, You can find our episodes and our podcast on all of the podcast channels that are out there and listening places. So Spotify, Apple and Google or wherever you want to listen to your podcast. We're getting to all of them. So um, we'll talk to you soon. Goodbye.